It's Tuesday, March 23rd, and you're listening to a brand new episode of The Julian Dion Show with Jen Grant. On today's episode, shrimp tails found in Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Jeopardy fans boycott the Dr. Oz-hosted episodes, and Air Canada resumes flights to the Caribbean and Mexico. Plus, The Daily Dose with Jen Grant, your comments, and a whole lot more. And it all starts now. Now. Why don't we do a take test? Wait a minute, let's start again. Hello, hello. <laughs> Hi, this is Ron Votary. This is Alex Nussbaum. This is Jason Fraser. This is Matt O'Brien. Hey, this is Ray Zwicker. All right, world. My name is Cal Post. Guys, this is Christina Walkinshaw. This is Eddie Delisepi. This is Adrian Spencer. Uh, my name is Timo. And you're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour. You're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour podcast. <laughs> Who am I talking to? What am yeah. I doing? Julian That's Dion Comedy Hour? You're okay. listening to the... <laughs> Comedy hour. See, I took the word out comedy. Changes the meaning completely, doesn't it? Not really, I'm overworking, but days in the holidays. Happy holidays. You're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour podcast. Now broadcasting live and totally uncensored. <laughs> From Lemon Press Studio in the beautiful Gatineau Hills. Project. I was like half asleep on the couch and now I'm projecting. Hey everyone, this is Christian Potenza. This is Gay Trevor Wilson. This is Jean Paul, aka the Island Hipster, hashtag hipster business. This is Steph Tola. Hey, this is Jake Goldsby. This is Sky Wallace. Hey everybody, this is Erica Sigurdsson, aka Ricky Six. Okay, hello. Hi. This is Howard Wagman. Hey, this is Peter Anthony, the PA system. This is Matt O'Brien. Some people like to, that's my rap name. This is Jen Grant, and you're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour podcast. <laughs> Show you and me belong, just like the flowers, laughing all day long. People, I need to lose. Sing a little song, then take a shower. Julian Dion. It's, it's a show. It's not an hour. It's a show. It's okay. Welcome to everybody. Yes, we're live on a Tuesday morning, March 23rd. Oh, I forgot that part. 
And you forgot this part broadcasting to you live from Lemon Press Studios in the beautiful Gatineau Hills. Hey, hey, hey. Give us a good one. Hi, hi, hi. Hi, hi, hi. Oh, come on. That was pretty good. Stop her. No. Belt it out. Project as if you're on stage. Hi, hi, hi. I don't know. I don't like it when you tell me what to do like that. <laughs> I don't like it and I can't be prompted. I don't know. There's Why? About it that bothers me. I feel icky. He's just stubborn. Icky? Why, why would you feel icky? You're a performer. I don't know. Sigata. But it just feels like... <laughs> why do you feel icky when I when I try to direct you? I just... I don't know. It just makes me feel... It's kind of that same feeling as um, when people are too mushy. It's the same feeling. It's the same category. I just... Oh, get out of your own way. You're a performer. What yeah, do you I mean? know, but I don't like it. That's I ridiculous. I don't know. There's... I can I do it on my gross own terms. being directed. Yeah. Yeah, no, you're a performer. Get why would there. I? Yeah, but why am I directed by you? I don't like why it. Why not? I don't know. What's that? We'll get to it. Um, I sent you something, but I, uh. I assumed... Yeah, but I sent it like freaking 20 minutes ago. Oh, I don't know. I oh, I thought busy. you usually see the notifications. No, it's busy. Well, I'll put I'll pull it up when it's the Daily Dose. Yeah. No, it's busy... Uh, Finding things to. Oh, I totally get it. Topics. I, I have no mental energy for even one distraction from, especially I when I it. get up this morning at six, which is too late. I get it. I got a shower, everything. It's like 100% of my mental energy goes to, because it's only really like, once I shower, get up at six, shower, and then come d- down here around 6:20. We go live at 6:50. And I start sharing frantically, oh, I t- I and I have it. to time the song or the intro perfectly, so it's uh, like I can't even. Yeah. I can't even say. I, I I just can't. I'm. It's like laser focus. Yeah. I should, and that's not my fault. I should uh, be better organized so it, I can actually. Well, well, if you say something to me, I can respond without. You know. Yeah, it's too bad you can't do some stuff. I can. In the evening before, I, I can. It's not like oh, it's the too bad. Before like, you can, of course. Why not? Oh, I thought you. This would all happen. And it has to happen in the moment. No, no topics. Oh, like topics, I woke up this yeah. morning a little grouchy because I'm like I, ha- I have nothing for the show. Yeah, and that's not a good feeling. But anyway. Yeah. Well, you know what? Maybe once in a while I should lead it, and you can just sit back. <clears throat> sure. Because you do a lot for the show, so I can try that. I'm just so used to you, uh, you doing that. It's you know we settle into a routine, and after all, it is called the Julian Dion Show with Jen Grant. I mean, when you're the sidekick, you can kind of sit back. Well, that's right. You don't get the title, so <laughs> your name in the title is not good enough. It's it needs uh, to be it's first. Not really. No, it doesn't need to be first. But I, it is the Julian Dion show, and I'm <laughs> an afterthought. I'm <laughs> no. with Jen Grant. I mean, oh yeah, she's here. Let's yeah. throw her at the end. It's kind of like, what is it like? It's kind of like you're giving a nod to someone rather than it being actually the yeah, show. Yeah, but your name's on the logo and everything and in, fonts in a smaller font size, <laughs> and it looks like it was added after. Like, well, it was added forgot. after. I know. <laughs> So, you know, like, what do you, what do you expect from a sidekick? Like, I kind of like being sidekick. Some of the best on TV are sidekicks. Andy Richter. I don't 
Philadelphia, people would That's say he's the great. best out of the two of them. I, they would say he's good for sure. He's, he's amazing. Great. And we would argue that Conan's show would not. An easy argument is that Conan's show would not be the same without Andy Richter. Mm-hmm. And I, I can confidently say the same about this show, even though you're great. They sleep together. Who does? Mandy and Conan. Mm-hmm. I was just trying to be funny. I got it. Yeah. Well, okay. This I think this is the real test. Could you do an hour alone? Like I could, but I don't think I would enjoy it the way you do. Right. And I think you're really you are very good at it. I think I'm a good interviewer. You're great. And uh, you know, I think that this is really something that you've always loved. Like you, you know, and I, I can see that it's one of your talents. You're really good at just. Well, to be fair, it's it's. I started it seven years ago. I know. That's what I'm saying. You're like... You just wedge in there and you're like, I want the title now. <laughs> You've already said that you can't do the show without me. I, I Of course I can't. That's... Especially five days a week doing over an hour. There's yeah. no question. Absolutely. No, this is great. The Everything's um, just great. I, Everything is... Oh. So as yesterday, I... I uh, so I have sleep apnea, I've decided... <laughs> <laughs> I have sleep apnea. <laughs> Yesterday I fell asleep oh, the on old my back. Diagnosis. I know. Well, my mom, thanks, thanks Sue for putting that seed in my brain. I um, because when she mentioned it yesterday, I'm like, there's no way. I mean, I'm healthy. I thought it was just honestly obese people that had sleep apnea. Turns out no. And uh, my mom, who's like the fittest person ever, said she has a, a little bit. I'm like, oh god. <laughs> And then last night I fell asleep on my back, as this has been the trend for the last year of the podcast, just reporting on my sleep. I know, right? And uh, I fell asleep on my back, and within after like, I don't know, maybe a half hour, I woke up like... (laughs) But I don't know if it was a snore wake up or full-on sleep apnea. Well, what's the difference? Well, sleep apnea, you stop breathing. Snoring is just... Well, maybe Everybody we snores. should get you to a sleep clinic. No, I'm not going. Because then I slept on my side and it was fine. I don't I, I don't have it. If I do have it, it's not cause for a machine. I don't need the machine. Do you ever notice that... That's true. Do you ever notice that sometimes you sleep and you just get right away into a comfortable position and you don't think about it and then you just fall asleep? Then other times, it's like hard to get your arm in the right position. And so, yeah. like... Last night, I couldn't... I'm like, is this my first time sleeping? Like, what do I usually do? Like, what do I usually do with the shoulder and this arm? It's like, your arms are really... If we could take off our arms when we sleep, it would be great. Because they're in the way. You notice that? Yeah. What do you do? How do you sleep on your side? I don't know. Sometimes I can't figure out my shoulder hurts. I, like, right now, I can't figure out what to do with my hands for some reason. Yeah, what do I, I usually mean, do? I know. That, probably. I, I, I don't know. It seems insane right now. Insane. Uh, yeah, just for our listeners, Julian is probably yeah, I'm, I'm, yes, of course we are a podcast first available wherever you get your podcasts. It's a camera's a little higher today because it's on the desk. I like it. The studio's coming together. I like that look better. Really? Yeah, I do. Why? It's a great angle. It's always a flattering angle to have it up high because you look better. And really, what's life all about? Um. Mark says uh, we're like Batman and Robin and I'm the Robin. 
And he said that your banter is where the value is. There it is. There it is. Good point. Good point. point. The uh, Jeopardy fans are boycotting the next two weeks of hosted shows by Dr. Oz. Oh, that was weird. Why? Grammar. Structure. Uh, Dr. Oz is hosting and uh, a lot of Jeopardy hosts or fans. That's a weird choice. Are boycott Doctor Oz? Yeah. Yes. Well, that's why people are boycotting. I I can see why. Because he's known to, um, to 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 sell pseudoscience on his show. Mm. A lot of his claims since since 2014, more than half, or a lot of his claims were um, not supported by the medical community, and some were f- uh, more than half were flat out uh, con- contradicted. And so, peddling is the word I was looking for. Peddling. Hmm. Standards and practices. You know what, though? Medical, the Western medicine community, they're very, like, um, tunnel vision. Like, I'm not saying I support anything he did. Do you know what he's peddling, though? Uh, No, I'd like to know. It's not like it's Eastern medicine and, like, older. Oh, okay. It's just, like... Snake oil stuff, just like. Do you know what it is exactly? Or? No, no, but it's not. I know what you're saying, but this okay. is not what he's doing. He's okay. not like, you know. I don't know what it is about Doctor Oz, but I'm not a fan. He, I find him. I don't know. Yeah. So anyway, what people do you are, f- feel about him? Yeah, I, I could care less. He's I not have, charismatic. I have no bandwidth dedicated to how I feel bandwidth. about about Doctor Oz. And now I have bandwidth. Yeah, mental bandwidth. That's what I it don't is. have any. You just brought it up, and now I have an opinion about an individual. I don't know. You just, just gave your opinion. You go. I don't care much for. Bo- yeah, I know, but you I don't. So call about it you, bandwidth. I go. I don't care. It makes it sound like I'm really all Doctor Oz all day long. <laughs> well, it's not not that. If you if you have a, it's definitely not so, that. You went to an opinion right away on it. Like I could care less. That's what I'm saying. Well, I want to have an opinion. You don't have an opinion at all. Be honest, right now, as you're bantering, do you go, oh, this is what Mark's talking about. It is good. Oh, my God. You're <laughs> sick. I have no bandwidth for that at all. I just live in the moment, yeah. sicko. Thank you. Mm, you're not welcome. Yeah, so we'll see. I don't know what they're going to do for a permanent host, but <laughs> what? Be honest. Are you thinking about that? was ridiculous. <laughs> well, You're in the same breath of you being like, I only, I, I only allow, you know, precious, important things in my bandwidth. But then you're like, be honest, because you were, it's not you in were my thinking this is a banter that Mike Mark <laughs> is talking about. I almost called him Mike. It's not in your bandwidth. It's your like lending band. Like I don't have the bandwidth to. Uh, Right? Okay, well, whatever. I don't lend it. Whatever. It's there's no bandwidth at all. Franco bandwidth. No one said. By the way, that's not a common thing. No one's like, I don't allow bandwidth. Absolutely, is a common thing. No, it's not. I've never heard. I don't have the say bandwidth it. for that. No. If you d- just because it's you didn't common. just because you didn't hear it doesn't mean it's not common. Absolutely, it's common. One thousand percent. Anyway, I just. I, listen, if that many people are saying that about Dr. Oz, um, there's obviously a reason that people have this opinion. I didn't ha- I'm just talking about his personality. Like I, it, it goes to show you how 
charming and perfect Alex Trebek was in that role because I never heard anyone have anything critical to say about Alex. You have a lot of bandwidth dedicated to how you feel about Alex Alex Trebek. He was great. Perfect. God rest his soul. No, but really like, you know, casting is so important. When you watch a movie or a show or hosting is, is one of those things I think in stand-up comedy and in television shows where you don't, it's underrated. Yeah. Like famous, um, you, you may not know this as a non-stand-up comic people who are listening or watching, but when you host a comedy show, it's actually one of the hardest, arguably the hardest roles on the show. And no one really gives you credit where credit is due. Like after the show, if you've done a really good job as a host, you can't really shine. Like it's such a selfless job. If you're really good at it and you make people laugh, even arguably more than the headliner, people are always like, you know, well, I really liked you even better than the headliner, but they're like surprised to say it. Like they often say this after a show, you should be a comedian. Exactly. They, I can't tell you how many times hosting. Yeah. You should do that. You should be a comedian. You should be one of the comedians on the show. Well, it's because yeah. a lot of it's, it's also because of the verbiage or verbiage. What's the word? Mm. Verbiage, I think. Verbiage. When hosts, if when you're hosting, a little inside comedy here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh. It sounds like a hot. <laughs> it sounds like the brakes on a bus. Ugh. I don't know. I don't like that. <laughs> You're at the mall and like a bus pulls up. <laughs> anyway. Oh, is that brakes? When I and then it goes. Yeah. Yeah. Someone takes before. But when 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 hosts and I used to do this, I don't anymore. For years, I don't. I learned this at a young age, young comedy age. When you're hosting and you do 15 minutes off the top. When you go, all right, are you ready to start the show? Are you are you ready for your first comedian and all this? That's planting the seed into people's brains that A, the show hasn't started yet, and B, that they might have sleep apnea. <laughs> no, but that that's what, um, you know what I mean? Yeah. You're up there for 15 minutes, you do crowd work, you do material, then you go, all right, are we ready to start the show? Your first comedian. So I, I say... I say. Oh, okay. Let's hear what you. Are you do. ready for your next comedian? Because what the hell have I been doing up here for the first fifteen minutes? True. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you guys are a great crowd. Are you ready for your next comedian? Any new comics out there watching this? We have a big following of amateur comics. <laughs> next comedian, always. Yeah, yeah I don't like. Uh, Speaking of shows, where we finished the first season of the one. Mm-hmm. On Netflix. Oh. Tammy. 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 <laughs> Tammy'd be like Netflix. It's because I was thinking Timmy or Tommy, and Tammy was it's in the middle. It's Tommy. Because I was thinking it was Timmy. Yeah, we finished the one, which is, I really like that uh, show. Clearly, there will be a second season just on the cliffhanger. Well, it's not really a cliffhanger, they just left a lot of open well, ends. Nuggets? Mm-hmm. Oh, look, he's on the office chair across. You can't see. Little guy. But, um. Yeah, he should be here. Oh, he's doing that thing where his face is directly on the. Uh, 
seat of the chair, oh like God. on his side. Cats totally are so cute. Tuckered out. But anyway, uh, the one, it's a great show. It is. Very Black Mirror-esque, not so distant dystopian future. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's really That's an it. interesting concept. Like it it seems to me that when you uh, if you haven't seen it basically the uh, or if you don't know the premise the premise is that you can send in a lock of your hair and find out who your true love matches based on dna so that no matter what for sure if you were encountering this person they You're would be guaranteed, guaranteed to, fall, to in fall in love and be and you like, see this person and it's like you've known them their entire lives. And they, you've never felt anything like it ever before because your your DNA is actually, it it pro, it's for sure, 100% so guaranteed. So it's causing problems so, because people, there's a huge spike. Wait, in I want to say something. Oh, go ahead. So it, when somebody was pitching that show, I could see that's maybe the easiest green light you'd ever get. Because the pitch is so good. Like, it, right away, anybody I've told the premise to, they're like, oh, that sounds really interesting. Go ahead. No, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because it's like such an interesting... Other shows, you'd have to go, no, 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 this is why. And you'd have to really flesh out the idea. But that is just great. It's just what? <laughs> Yo. It sounds like a... Okay. Mm. so deep that <laughs> yeah great show loved it yeah if you're looking for something to watch it's good it, it's a dark. And on the show there's a huge spike in divorce divorces divorce cases because you know people are married and they do the test and they find their one which is often not the one the person they're with it can be anybody in the world too as long as the other person has done it as well and uh, they've so far they've matched 26 million people so it follows there's a few storylines it follows a few people that are matched one couple she sends um, a lock of her husband's hair to discover who his match is and she gets jealous anyway it's very good yeah it causes a lot check of- it out Netflix Mondays through Fridays on Netflix Netflix? Netflix. I've never heard. Is that the competition? Netflix? Yeah. Um, Yeah, it's good. It's good. It's It makes you think about all kinds of things. Like, do they have to create new laws now to deal with the repercussions of what's happening with that company? It must cause so many fights, this show. I talked about that last week. Like, so many people, like, would you do your match? What do you mean? What do you mean? What do you mean? Me on. Well, like, I was thinking about it because... Would you take my lock of hair and send it in? Well, I think that should be illegal. Like, you should have to really prove that it's you that's sending it in of yourself. Right. No, I don't want to know. I wouldn't want to know something like that. My headshot just comes back. It's you? Yeah. Oh, you're mine? I thought you meant you were yours. No. You're your match? Yeah. I don't mind my own company, but you don't. You're not. I don't your think soulmate? I'm my one. No. Little lobster claw hands there. Yeah. So anyway, that's all With I have to say about like that, that show. 
What else do we have going on today? Well, now that we've finished the one, are you anxious to really dig your teeth into Outlander? Dig my teeth? Is that a saying? Yeah, I think so. Sink your teeth? Yeah, that's it. Whoa. Ugh, gross. Can you just... Why? Franco teaching Anglo... Because I'm French, you're English. I teach you moments, it blows my mind. Are you going to sink your teeth into Outlander? It... Blows my mind. Yes, I am going to. I want to finish the Unabomber, Unabomber documentary I'm watching. There's only one or two more episodes. Yeah, but I want you to catch up so bad. I will. Well, I'm almost there. I'm on episode four. You're on episode nine. Just sit tight for... I think it's ten now. Sit tight for a few days. It's and, really hard uh, to sit there. tight when you're so into a show. It is a very good show. I think about it during the day. Really? I know. It's a sickness. You are sick in the head. Nice, thanks. Uh, did you see that Air Canada in May is starting to fly to Mexico and the Caribbean and Europe and other places? No. Yeah, it seems the pandemic is over. Florida, the... Um, here are signs the pandemic's over. Florida, the spring break beaches are full of people. And uh, mass shootings are a, a thing again. Yesterday, 10 people were killed in Colorado in a grocery store. Oh, it's so awful. Signs that of the times, it was so peaceful during the the pandemic. There must have been, it must have been the period of time where there have been the f- like fewer mass shootings in years. Yeah, I guess so. We had so. two in, in less than a week, big ones. Oof. 10 people is a big one. I mean, yeah. anything is a big one. Yeah, but I, was, uh, I watched a video. Did you watch a little no, bit? No, I don't care to watch it. Of the shooting? Well, not of the shooting, but one, they blurred out something because one guy was at the front of the store where, you know, the doors are opening and and there was just a video saying um, some, he's in there right now, he's just shooting. And then there's like <laughs> a blurred out thing and then you hear, you hear shots, shots Oof. going and, and, um, I saw some interviews of some people that were like, you know, one guy was really shaken up, of course. He's like, I just went in to get a soda. And he's like, I feel like we live in the most, you know, safest place in the country. It's Boulder, Colorado. And you see these videos and like this video. Huh? What did I say? Colorado. (laughs) Because you said Boulder and you said Colorado. Stop. uh, Sorry. I know. And in the background, there's like beautiful mountains and it looks very peaceful. And uh, you just not, it's like so unsettling when like the whole, the whole city is probably just, you know, feeling on edge because you think you're safe. And then something like that happens in your grocery store. You're just like picking up some stuff. Oh, it's awful. It's just, anyway, so my, my, our hearts go out to those people. In Boulder, Colorado. Blows my mind every time this happens, then you have a, a a pretty good amount of people that think it's all fake. That people that because they're coming for your guns. There have been mass shootings for the last I don't know how many years. They're not coming for anybody's guns. It's always that that thing that false false flag thing. So yeah, stupid. it's uh, so our hearts go out. That's crazy. Oh, well, that's a big one. Ten people is a lot. Because it's three or more, and uh, yeah, it's messed up. It really is. I can't is. believe. Just, just like that, it's back to normal. 
Yeah. You know, when this isn't a humble brag at all, and it's not about my university and how I'd have a degree and everything, but the other thing <laughs> that you, you might argue that I brag about is when I went to the Middle East to entertain the troops. Oh, yes. <laughs> you have no, like, <laughs> this is your conversation technique. Uh, I've really picked up no, on it. No, it's you have not. Like the Middle East University. No, I'm saying I'm getting ahead of it because I knew you were going to say that. It's not that, but it makes me think of when I was in Israel. Well, come on. That is funny. Okay. Well, almost everything we bring up <laughs> reminds me of when no. I went to the Middle East to entertain the troops. Uh, <laughs> we were very isolated. And how long and, I've been doing stand up. Yeah. Anyway, so we flew into Tel Aviv. <laughs> and oh, who's got the bus brakes now? <laughs> the bus brakes. <laughs> the bus brakes. And so on our way to where we were staying, we stopped at a McDonald's. And I don't remember the exact city that we were in, but right away you could feel that we were not... Like it didn't feel, anyway, we go to McDonald's and they have to check your bag before you go into McDonald's because you think about like, what would prevent a shooting in a public area, like a, like a grocery store. And then I'm thinking, well, like, do you have to have metal detectors in grocery stores now or schools? Yeah. Like, is it, is it not just, I know, but is it not just for bad, like not bad, but like uh, high crime areas? Yeah. Or it doesn't have to be everywhere now. And, you know, I think it was close to Tel Aviv when we went into the McDonald's. I, it was such an unsettling feeling. Like I was scared to be in that McDonald's because all of a sudden. So the vibe of that, like that's where you live. That's your community that you walk into a place and they have to check your bag just to go into a fast food restaurant. It's crazy. Yeah. And I mean, geez, those security guards, like you have to. What if there's something in there? Yeah. Anyway. Remember when this was a comedy show? Mm-hmm. So yeah, so that that's and Air Canada is opening up like <clears throat> I want things to get back to normal ASAP and really am am like everyone else, COVID fatigue is real and strong. And ready for life to get back to normal. But what if we try to get back too quick while these variants are still spreading like crazy and Air Canada is going to mm-hmm. Mexico and the Caribbean and Europe? Like all of a sudden, and, and some states in the, uh, some cities in the states. So now all of a sudden, yeah, the world is just open again and, and flying. And now they're se- selling middle seats again. So, sh- so planes are just rammed, even though it didn't really make what's, who are we kidding that? Uh, the middle seat is empty. Like if there's someone with COVID next to you and the middle seat is empty, are you really protected? Not only that, that was, I we found out quite quickly at Thanksgiving that that was kind of BS anyways. did Were the middle seats full? Yeah, I was sitting oh. right next to a guy who, right. remember, I was told the story on the show. He would take down off his mask. Like I was right next to him, shoulder to shoulder. His shoulder was touching mine. And he would take down his mask to bite his nails. Right. Well, you got COVID in January, so you're fine. Mm, <laughs> that's a joke, by the way. Yeah, I I'm just... Uh, he thinks that I... Well, I said I, that. You I, said, you yeah, said yeah, it. Yeah. I don't think. No, I know. I think you didn't get it, but you're convinced you have. Still? Do you still think that? Well, I wouldn't be surprised. No? 
Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah, so the the middle seat thing. And I think uh, does Canada, I'm pretty sure if you leave the country and come back to Canada, you have to still go to a hotel. Right. Are people willing to do that? I don't know if everybody's willing to do that. Would you say the majority of the population isn't jumping on those flights and going to Mexico? I hope not. Well, let's just like hold on one minute and have more people vaccinate. Well, by May... When these flights do start, maybe there'll be a bunch of people vaccinated. Because it is rolling out pretty fast. But who knows? It is. I I just want this shit to all be over. Tell me about it. As do all of us. That's a faux show. So anyway, but our main story... What are we? The evening news? A... uh, a guy, and, And this sucks that it happened to this serial... Cinnamon Toast Crunch, which, I mean, I haven't had in years, but arguably my favorite cereal of all time. Junkie. Don't you have oh, junkie. categories but of cereal? Like, you don't eat that very often. If I personally have categories of cereal? Well, like, one's healthy. What You don't, that's junkie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, yeah. totally, but it's so good. Mm-hmm. I think it's my favorite of all time. Some people's guilty pleasure will be, will be Captain Crunch yeah, or Lucky Charms. For me, Cinnamon Toast Crunch. When I lived in Ottawa in 2003 and lived with uh, Justin and Doug, Justin and I would like smoke and go. We lived right next to a grocery store. We'd go to the Metro. That must have tasted so good. Get a box of Cinnamon Toast Crunch each and literally pour it in like a stainless steel bowl. Ew. And fill it with milk and just eat. The entire box? Close to it. Maybe not the whole thing in a sitting, but close to it. A giant bowl. We did that on... More than soggy? one occasion. Yeah, but still soggy. It's delicious. It's so good. But this uh, man found what he believes to be, and you can be the judge. Apologies in advance to our audio listeners because they're going to show the picture. Two shrimp tails. Ew. In the cinnamon toast crunch oh, box. That Here, actually made me nauseous. Here's the image. You can see there. Do you think it's true? I absolutely believe those are shrimp tails. I mean, it's un- Do you believe that he found that or doctored the photo? 1,000%. That's why would so someone disgusting. doctor the photo? I don't know. People are weird. Cinnamon Toast Crunch on Twitter. Who They, they actually have a Twitter account. Not, not General Mills, but Cinnamon Toast Crunch has a verified Twitter account at CT... Weird. At CTC Squares. Weird. And they replied to um, the gentleman who is at Jensen Carp. After further investigation with our team that closely examined the image, it appears to be an accumulation of cinnamon sugar that sometimes can occur when ingredients aren't thoroughly blended. We assure you that there's no possibility of cross-contamination with shrimp. But here's a closer look. It absolutely is a couple shrimp tails. If you're just tuning in... So disgusting. Man finds two shrimp tails in his Cinnamon Toast Ugh. Crunch cereal box. And this was uh, posted after by a chef who zoomed in on the picture. and That's so gross. And showed the... Um, showed the, uh, the thing... Uh, This one was uh, replied by at uh, or the Pillsbury E boy. As a chef, I can identify cooked shrimps, a shrimp, shrimps. These were that's such a like small town. uh, Let's have some shrimps. (laughs) These were baked under dry heat, then coated with cinnamon sugar while still hot, causing the sugar to coat it. 
but not lose yuck but not lose the crystalline structure as evidence in the zoomed picture your team is covering its collective butts he replied to at ctc squares verified account Ugh. Here's a screenshot of the video of Cinnamon Toast Crunch being made. The shoot is wide open, conceivably, and employees feeling snackish could be standing right there eating shrimp and accidentally dropping a tail or two right where the hot cereal is about to be coated. Why are you eating near the production facility? Do they not have a lunchroom? So, uh, oh, and Seth Rogen uh, uh, chimed in. He said, yo, that's shrimp, CT Crunch. (laughs) People are... Twitter is uh, alive. Alive has exploded over this. So the picture I'm showing right now on the feed is uh, so he's he highlighted this chef the abdominal segment, the Telson, Ew, and the abdominal uh, segment, the Yuck. Europod, Europod. Yuck! Can you take that? I'm like it's the morning. Everybody's just staring at cinnamon toast. So. They, they are right in saying that uh, there's no chance of contamination in the plant because they don't deal with shrimp at all. But as uh, pointed out by um, Twitter user, the the same chef that described the anatomy of what, anatomy yeah. of what he found, uh, they could easily just have been snacking, right? And it fell in, which makes it even grosser. Yeah, like that's just some gross employees. I know. Like, is there no regulations? Sucking back the, the shrimp. Mm, mm, Ew. Mm, okay. Mm, okay. Mm. And Our then viewers the tails, and listeners are dropping like flies here. Like shrimp. Um, ironically, that you could, I bet you anything, I watch Chopped, so that's another brag. Yeah, ironically, if you got a basket that happened to have shrimp and cinnamon toast crunch in the basket, for sure, 1,000%, you could grind up that cereal, have it as a breading or a coating on the shrimp, like a coconut shrimp kind of thing. And it would so actually probably... it's not probably, that gross, it, No, saying. but it would probably actually taste good, which is interesting. So what you're saying is suck it up, J- Jensen nope. Kemp, and eat it. Nope. Would you eat it? If it came in the box like that? Would you go, oh, I would eat it if I was on chops. Is that just- an actual question? <laughs> yeah. Of course not. We have a comment from our lovely Sandy Harmer, who's been a guest on our show a couple times. Yes. She says, had shrimp last night. Certainly those are shrimp tails. Yeah, it's undeniably yeah. shrimp t- th- Think Absolutely, of Absolutely, Sandy. Think of the... Uh, think of like the, the PR team at Cinnamon Cr- Toast Crunch for them to be like, okay, <laughs> it's just sugar and cinnamon. Yeah. I mean, look at it. It's You can see it's clearly shrimp tail. Yeah. Shrimp tails. I mean, it's <laughs> it's see-through. Like, you can see the... Uh, yeah. Ew, it's so the, gross. The soft shell. Those tor- like, it looks biological. It doesn't look like... It, like, there's black. It's gross. It's scary, too, to think of what... Like, when you go to a restaurant, people are afraid of sending back food because, you know, that whole idea that if I send back food, the chef is going to spit on my food. He's going to be mad, which you know what? Some places for sure that happens. I hate to say it, but I've been a server. I've been a server in my past many years. Can you not agree with that? That you've been a server? Yes, I agree. No, no, that a lot of chefs are on edge. And if it's not one of those open concept, 
kitchens where you can see what's happening. Yeah. Some some chefs are insane. My very first restaurant job when I was 18 years old as a server, the chef, the cook was actually probably unstable. Like there was something wrong with him. One time I was afraid to tell him that a customer complained about something because he actually took a knife. He took a knife between the where you keep the food warm. Yeah. And he actually took a knife and went between like, what would you say to me? He actually did. He I had, mean, chefs are always yeah. so mad. It's and like, take it like, easy. Yeah, like I was so scared. Imagine 18. You're a child. I go in. Somebody did, thought that their eggs Benny was uh, cooked too much. Like, And that's a valid complaint. Like you, if you want the oozy yolk, you know. And it was like hard boiled. And, I, and I'm and i like, oh, my God, I got to go in. And, and like my manager was not any protection for me because he was also insane. Like the restaurant industry is crazy and a lot of restaurants are insane. Yeah. So I go in and I'm so I'm like shaking because I have to tell the chef that that they don't like their eggs, Benny. And he's like. That eggs, Benny is fine. And he has a <laughs> knife, a big knife in between the. And I'm like, oh, like this man is terrifying. And he had this necklace on. I remember he had a necklace with a tarantula on it and a blue sapphire in the center. Like he was like a character, a scary character from a movie. What was he for casting Bewitched? (laughs) Nobody was. He looked, he was terrifying. Anyway, so I think stuff happens in restaurants and like. So I I agree with that, uh, all of that. How did we get to that from the this? Again? Because what was the link? Facilities. You don't know what's happening with your food. Right. Like that place, there was shrimp tails. Restaurants, stuff happens, and they'll just let things slide because they're under a lot of stress, and you don't know what's going to be in your food. And this is what it's leading to. I had a story. Oh, you used to work in this other restaurant. <laughs> Sorry, <I'm all>. <laughs> <laughs> I just had a green tea. I think it's really kicking in. So. I worked in this other restaurant. This is unbelievably disgusting. It's worse than the story. Should I? Or is it too gross? Of course, yes. Go ahead. Well, you know me. I don't care. You're the sensitive one on the on the show. Okay. We worked in this restaurant, and I'm not going to say which restaurant it was. And I, I'm hesitant to say even the type of soup it was because it was a very specific soup, and I think anybody watching... Cream of mushroom. Well, let's just say it was that. Okay. Why don't you say what it is? Because it's I've never seen that soup at any other restaurant, and I don't want anyone to be like, "That's the restaurant," because I've been there. No, it's a very specific type of soup, but it is creamy. Cream of kale. So anyway, a lot of the staff really liked it when this day was because the soup was very good. It was delicious. My friends taking a bite of the soup, and I go, "Stop." And she's like, why? <laughs> oh, my God. Why? And and she goes, why? Like this. And I go, oh, my God, look at your spoon. We look at the spoon. It's, I'm not joking you, a worm was in the soup. A fat, like a big fat chubby, white worm? short white worm. And it was like fat. She wouldn't even have noticed because it was have been all soft in the soup and that is gross. It's really gross. That's gross, but that's not, I can't tell it on the podcast, gross. I just thought it was next level. <laughs> like the shrimp tails were really no, gross. No, it's, the shrimp tails to me are grosser than that, I find. Oh, yeah? Because, yeah, I don't know. Like how much have we eaten and we don't even realize that's. Right. 
Ugh. And then some people but eat the, worms. Uh, the, cho- they choose to. The uh, gumption of CT squares to then be like... CT squares. No, this is sugar. It's it's crystallized sugar. It's clearly shrimp tails. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's that. That's that, everybody. Blah. Good night. Yep. Good night now. Daily dose, daily dose. Get the news from coast to coast. Daily dose, daily dose. All your news from coast to All coast. All the news and the headlines from Jim Grand. That was weird. <sighs> I liked your dance. You really punched it out. Yeah. You got a little workout. Mm-hmm. Here's your daily dose for Tuesday, March. 23rd. Thank you very much. So not to bring the room down, but I just want to acknowledge this. Uh, a couple years ago, there was that terrible accident. Uh, Do you notice that every time you OC- say what? not to bring the room down, it's always going to bring the room down? I know. Go ahead. The OC Transpo driver, remember that thing that happened in Ottawa? The really bad bus accident? That was five years ago? Two years ago. Oh. It's finally in court. Why does it take so long for things? I guess they have to investigate it and figure it out. But it's um, I feel it didn't do much for the woman's movement. It was a female driver. Yeah. No, nothing. It's I guess you can't laugh at that because it's terrible. It was a really really horrible incident. But she's in court, and they're um, they're they're thinking it's going to take eight months to do that court case. So. They say that, um, here's a quote from the Crown Attorney. Her name is Diallo. Miss Diallo did not lose control of the bus. Miss Diallo allowed her bus to drift out of the express lane she was supposed to be in, crossed through the service lane and off the road. She drove the bus off the road through the snow on the shoulder into the rock wall along the transit way and right into the Westboro transit station. So if you don't remember the case, that's what happened. She did not apply the brakes. She did not steer the bus back onto the roadway. Like, I can't believe that she wouldn't have tried to fix her wrong. Was she passed out? Uh, What happened? There's nothing about that at this point. Um, Her, her, uh, lawyer says look at the roadway look what happens in the light so they're arguing that when the light you can't see the lines in the road and so she didn't know what she yeah but as soon as you hit something you'd think your foot would go on the brake yeah and then they go back to the crown attorney the evidence deduced at this trial will show that for at least 15 seconds miss diallo abdicated her responsibilities as a professional driver so i guess they're basically saying that she did not act like the driver that a professional driver she didn't drive well enough imagine the stress that she's going through right now anyway it was a really really awful thing that happened in ottawa and i'm sure that it i'm i know that it made the national news i think it was worth bringing up here so that court case is happening for the next eight months and um this is a crazy story that i sent you a video of oh shit if you are, we don't have to play I'll it, go. but it's quite a good video. Go ahead. Keep, this keep is, talking while I. So there is a, the San Diego Zoo. There's a man, a 25 year old man who decided to, somehow he did this. He went 
and bypassed all the security measures and the of the enclosures in the San Diego Zoo, and he brought his two-year-old toddler into the elephant enclosure to take a picture. You send me a bunch of stuff here. What do no, I show? No, it's the last one, the most recent one. You're always so mad at my messages. Well, it's like, there. Oh, again, know, there's it's so much prep 20, that goes in, I, and I, it's like... I know, but I sent to 20. There, look at this. Well, it's not, I'm not showing it on the oh, screen okay. yet. Hold oh. on. Hold on. I'm trying and to pause it. So anyway, he somehow got into the enclosure of the elephant because he wanted to get a picture. Well, people are such idiots. Why do they go into like dangerous animal enclosures to take pictures? I'm really surprised though that he was able to infiltrate that enclosure because I always, whenever I've, uh, I haven't been to many When you were overseas entertaining troops, it was really hard to get close to the animals (laughs) and the military. (laughs) But because I was a university educated individual. It's very, uh, the quality sucks for some reason. So drag. Let me see. Well, hopefully you can see. See, he's standing there with his daughter. And then if you hear the audio of it. Uh, th- it sucks. Why, why does the internet suck? It, we, we have this all this new internet. And um, when you hear the audio, it's actually extra stressful to watch because you can hear people going. Stopping video of a father oh, and his no two-year-old way. son going to dangerous lengths to see wildlife up close and personal. Well, that's a fucking Officials idiot. say the man, identified as 25-year-old Jose Navarrete, is seen here holding his child. They add he made his way past several barriers to get into the San Diego Zoo's elephant habitat on Friday afternoon. Um, that guy's an idiot. I know. I wish his daughter had gotten out and he would have been trampled. Well, he's charged, obviously. He's charged. He's. I he, mean, why would you bring a two-year-old? <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, see what I said. That's what I mean. The world is back to normal. COVID is over. Mass shootings true, are back. True, true, Airplanes true. Airplanes are going everywhere, and dummies are yeah. jumping in elephant enclosures with their two-year-old toddlers. Yep. What and an I, idiot! And also, I wonder if this, I'm on the elephant side on this one. I actually, I. Like, I guess I, I would like to know, uh, it's like to see an interview with an animal, a wild animal expert or an elephant expert. What would the elephant have done? Because they're not really an aggressive. Yeah, they are. Hell yeah, they can be aggressive. No, oh, I thought they Big were really time. gentle. No, they could uh, easily kill a person. Well, yeah. But I mean, it's probably defending its home. Or but they, they can attack people. Like, they have. You can go on probably, YouTube and watch endless videos of elephant attacks. Oh, well, he probably thought. The guy was a threat in his home, you know? Stupid. Yeah. That guy is an idiot. It's not the elephant's fault, that's for sure. And I I mean, now the zoo is going to have to make this sure... This is the world we live in. People you know. are obsessed with getting the perfect selfie, that's the what perfect I was just picture. That's say, for social media. It's so stupid. I know. Sick of it. Sick of it? Sick of it. And uh, that's your daily dose for oh. today. Short. Yeah. Short and sweet, as they say. Leave them wanting more. Daily dose, daily dose. Get the news from coast to coast. Daily dose, daily dose. All your news from coast to All coast. All the news and headlines from Jim Grant. <laughs> from now on, I feel like I just want to stick to one motion and do it the whole time because I'm running out of things.
There's only so many motions in the ocean. Mark says the average person is much dumber than most people think. If you ask them, they don't think they are dumb. This it's is absolutely this true. This is Mark's recurring comments. <laughs> <laughs> people are dumb. Often, like, we we'll talk things. He's like, it's because people are dumb. We'll mention something. People are idiots. Everyone's an idiot. It's a good angle. <laughs> it's a good angle. A lot of people are. I mean, are. he's not wrong. I just noticed that's often his take. Hot take from Mark. Well, you know when he people says... People are stupid, which <laughs> is true. I mean... People don't realize they're dumb. People don't realize when they are racist or whatever. Like I remember doing shows in small towns and people would say, oh, don't you think they'll get mad at that joke? Because you're like, you're talking about people like them. And I'm like, well, no, but they don't realize they're them. Yeah. People don't yeah. want to admit they're dumb mm-hmm. or, 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 what am I, uh, or did someone just get into the uh, seal enclosure? Or, 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 or. <laughs> uh, let me tell you this. While I have you here with us, dear viewer, dear listener. By the way, thank you for listening and subscribing on all the major podcast platforms. Let us remind you that this episode of The Julian Dion Show with Jen Grant. Or The Jen Grant Show with Julian Dion, whichever. It's both Ooh, are synonymous. I like the sound of that. I'll start your podcast and I'll psychic on it. Hey, I do have a podcast, I thought. I meant like, I'm sorry. Ah, 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 ah. Of course you do. Julian Dion Show with Jen Grant is brought to you by Gringo's Blazing Sauces. Go to gringosblazingsauces.com. H-T-T-P. That's a web address for a wide selection of the best small batch Hot sauces and salsas, charcuterie jellies, grilling and barbecue sauces you will throw ever throw down your tight gullet. Gringosblazingsauces.com Chef owned and operated so you get nothing but the best hand-selected freshest ingredients. You can taste the ingredients or the passion in every bottle and the ingredients. You can get that perfect balance between heat and flavor every time. Gringosblazingsauces.com They are based out of Ottawa, and they ship all over North America. And if you live in Canada and order over $40, you get free shipping on that bad boy. On top of that, listeners of this program get an additional 5% off by entering promo code JD5. That's right. You go to gringosblazingsauces.com. You order over $40 and live in Canada and order, throw in JD5 in there. You get free shipping and 5% off. And overseas or, or internet or international... Mexican and American customers get uh, 5% <laughs> off by entering promo code JD5. Gringosblazingsauces.com. Do it today. Love it. Love it. Love it. I want some more of it. Here goes Blazing Sauces. Yeehaw. Is that a lull? No, gosh no. Oh, oh that okay. was a lull. Every time you're in a conversation and everybody stops at the same time and exhale, it's called a lull. Just like we did here, it's not to mean you're dull. Oh, I like it. It's just a natural progression of things. Didn't you read a study somewhere that said a lull is when, back in the day, you would look for predators or something like that? That's right. Have you ever noticed when you're talking with friends, 
all of a sudden there's a blank space where everybody stops talking. Oh. That means a predator's coming. <laughs> Maybe you're going to get killed. Back in the day, you had to worry about animals eating you. Sabertooth tiger. Now we have domestic cats that are small. Kodiak bear. But if they were big, they would eat you. Have you ever noticed that sometimes cats... Your two feet. <laughs> are they? <laughs> yeah. Have you ever noticed... Your feet and then you're <laughs> twirling your fingers. Just go. <laughs> oh, this song is too long, actually. It's, gonna ne- it's never ending. It's six minutes. Okay, that's too long. But I like the beat. It's fun. All right. Where are you? <laughs> it sounds like a Blink-182 something. Um, Mark asks if gringos can be bought locally. Yes. Oh, well. They Well, the thing is, they used to be at every farmer's market, but then the pandemic hit. And now they're mostly online. Until things get back to normal, you'll be able to shop uh, in person. But now it's pretty much just online. This is the world we live in. We're all home, online ordering. That's it. I don't know. It's worth shipping because they have barbecue sauces and salsas and hot sauce is this going to be a full gringo song i know okay we already did we and, sauces <laughs> and salsas and jellies <laughs> you do have a good voice thank you all right let's switch it up Switch it up. Or finish the song with a different topic right now. Which what do you oh, want to do? Oh on. shit. Let's okay. Let's get on. Let's 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 yeah. It sounds like Christmas. Oh yeah. Oh, it's called Christmas. What's going on? Five hundred <laughs> tracks to choose from and I fall on Christmas every morning. You do like Christmas. It's like the computer knows. The computer knows. The computer knows where you goes. It's following you. Headbanging over here. (laughs) I got nothing. I got something. Go ahead. And then you can follow me. All right. right. Two, three. Take it away, Jenny. Have you ever had a day that you have cereal and you find some shrimp tails? It's an omen that things are gonna be bad. <laughs> oh, hold on. Turn down your mic. Mic technique. Mic oh, technique. Tried to pull away. <laughs> Started my day as I usually do with a chalice full of blood. Chalice. Then I decided to switch things up and have some cereal. Lo and behold. I'm allergic to seafood. Didn't think my CT crunch would cause me to grab my <laughs> EpiPen. But next thing I know, I'm chewing down on shrimp, shrimp tails. 
Oh no, my throat is closing up. I can't breathe. What are those hives? Hives! Hives! Shit! I know they say that shrimp are fruit of the ocean. Fruit de mer. Fruit de mer. They call them cockroaches of the sea. Now they're cockroaches I see. I rhyme C with C because I have the rhyming ability of a 70-year-old toddler. Shrimp. 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 You know when they say that I'm on a seafood diet, that means I see food and I eat it. Remember that joke? Well, that's how I feel when I eat my cinnamon toast crunch. And it's got... See, I find shrimp tails. That's the same type of joke that when someone says I need to get in shape, and well, I guess I'm already in shape. Mission accomplished, I guess. <laughs> Round is a shape. Anyway, let's scroll and close it out. Oh, Shrimp tails and milk are fucking gross. <laughs> oh my god. Uh. I, I laughed really hard in the middle of that song because Mar- Mark, <laughs> at the beginning of me doing that song, goes, Cookie Monster, awesome. I guess I sounded like Cookie Monster. I can't. Hi, I try. Oh my god. He does the smiling Did thing. Did you hear that song and you had to come Where over? Where was he? The living room? Yeah having a little sleep <laughs> he came in smiling yeah. uh that did Who's wonders my to my throat monster? i don't think i could be a uh, death metal singer you did sound like the cookie monster i tried it you know do you I know should. why people like the cookie monster because people are stupid and people are dumb they don't, i'm just kidding I'm, what's that i'm taking mark's take on oh. <laughs> on uh the people all right. Well, thank you, everybody. We're going to go for the close here. We appreciate you guys tuning in every day, whether it's live or or uh, on the podcast. You're stinky. Not you, Jules. Uh, thank you. Thanks to everybody for watching. We appreciate it. We, we sure appreciate do. you talking about the show, share the show. That's how we grow. Just bring it up in regular conversation. Yeah, hey, I listen to this show. These two psychos do five episodes a week. <laughs> yeah, and if you have a chance, and everybody does, let's be honest, go uh, to where you get your podcasts. That uh, could be on, um, you know, the little podcast app on your phone or whatever. And uh, subscribe to our podcast and uh, rate and review it. Oh, that would just blow our minds. That's how you grow, too. you got to really uh, blow our minds. That's how love. you grow. Show the love. All right. Thanks, everybody. Jenny, I love you. Have a great day. I we'll love be you. back tomorrow for Hump Day. And until then, uh, everybody, well, you know, watch your head. I went to school. Yeah, I learned a lot. Got a degree. And what I'm not, you spend your life looking for what you already got. Such a beautiful waste of time. Waste of time. A beautiful waste of time. It's just a waste of time.